0: Like, like isn't it so much like it's, it's such a relief when you're like oh I need a hammer for something and then you have one already because yeah. if you don't then you're like you're there, you're wanting to go buy a hammer, and then two, you're like, "Man, how did I go so long without a hammer? How did I have to like nail anything?" And then you're like, questioning why you haven't been more active in, like building. That things. happened
1: when we moved in here. You didn't have
0: to buy a hammer after after a year of being here without a hammer. Yeah,
1: sometimes you're like, should I use a big book? Yeah, you should yeah. I just use the back of the screwdriver? Yeah. oh Wait, we didn't have screwdrivers. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that out of
2: uh, the window. No, um we were very. uh uh Home Depot people, as you can tell. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. What's the slogan for Home Depot? Does anyone know? Not nah, Jordan. <laughs> it, <yourself>. <laughs> <laughs> it is do it yourself,
0: right? That's right, guys. And do yourself a favor and listen to our guest for today's episode, of Sessions with Mary Jane. This is Jill Burke. Give hey, for Jill Burke, guys. You?
1: Yeah, you. Are we starting You are yeah. Jill Burke, yeah. yes. Oh yes. Hi. I just realized Nobody else name Jill
3: here. Yeah. Or y- Burke. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, or Burke Jill. Do you uh. have a middle name? Aaron. Mm-hmm. Jill Aaron Burke. Like Ireland. Oh. Yeah.
0: Do you have an Irish background?
3: My my grandma's side of the family, like my maternal grandmother, her whole side of the family is from Ireland.
0: Okay. cool. Do you know what counties they're from?
3: No, but we have that somewhere. Somebody mm. like traced it back, so I know like I could find it, but I don't know what I'm about
0: the. That's like literally the question. Anyone who has ever like even like been anywhere near Ireland, the first thing I, they ask like, "What county is it from?" Because like counties like a, like pride in your county is like a big thing. It's like. I don't know if it's, like, equivalent to, like, it's probably, like, bigger than people's, like, state pride. Um, what
1: county are you from? Is your family from? Canada? So my grandma,
0: so I, I, my grandma and my grandpa and my dad's I are both from Ireland. My grandma's from County Mayo. Shout out to Mayo. My grandpa is from <laughs> County Carlow. So shout out to the oh, people of Carlow listening to yeah, You know, they really white. Different love love <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yes, so true. It is very,
2: it is. There's, there are a lot of white people in Ireland. It is a fact. The birthplace of Mayo. <laughs> yes, the birthplace of Mayo. <laughs> Not to be confused with the Mayo Clinic, where <laughs> Mayo goes to die. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes I can save the mayo if, they, if it's not uh, totally
3: yeah, done it's yet.
0: A yeah. Uh, well, Jill, thank you for being on the podcast with Oh, sorry. Also, I'm Brendan O'Brien. I'm
1: Reena Ezra. And I'm Jordan Free. And
0: that's <laughs> how we share <laughs> this episode. You hear okay. those
1: voices that's, in the background. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> now you know us. Now you're here. So, uh, Jill, we're going to continue this podcast. But before we continue with the podcast, I don't know if you know us, we have a challenge for you to complete throughout the course of this podcast. Oh,
3: my gosh. Okay. Yes. So,
0: Jordan, would you like to give Jill a our guest the challenge yeah
2: well uh something that uh, you may not know at home if you are getting your first introduction to Jill Burke is that she oh, no. is a wickedly talented artist uh That's in true. many ways mm-hmm. and i think she might have majored in it in college something right
4: yep.
2: uh, yeah we're uh, yeah she
4: majored
1: in something <laughs> well, we'll ask her the questions later <laughs> something. i'm just like these I'm, are teasers i'm,
2: I'm are, just like yeah. trying to bridge together the past of just so many so many moments mm-hmm. uh but jill you are going to be tasked with uh just coming up with painters just any painters, painters. Mm-hmm. so like, many. yeah, Picasso. Yeah, like that. yeah. That's classic, classic It's a
3: classic one. Do yeah. you guys have any opinions on Picasso?
0: Uh, like, as an artist or as a human being? Good
3: question. Well, both. Sounds like you do have. No, I don't person.
0: have any opinions. actually. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: just
0: wanted the question to be clarified. <laughs> um, well, I, so all right, so I'm all right because I want to say any other opinions. So no, you tell me what are, What are your opinions on Picasso? I guess this is a better question.
3: I actually think he is a brilliant painter.
4: Mm.
3: Um, but yeah, I think he was like extremely exploitative. Mm. And I feel like he kind of stole from other people. Mm. Like Cubism, he kind of stole from another artist named Brock. They were both like doing Cubism Brock. together, and like Picasso gets all the credit.
4: Mm.
0: And that was like a like a conscious thing. Like he like very consciously like like sold this stuff and was like they were like
3: crying. best friends.
4: Whoa, oh.
3: painting together. Hmm. And then darn, nobody knows who Brock is though. Oh my god, People think Picasso invented Cubism. So no, the
1: only Brock I know is from Pokemon. Yes, yeah, they no Brock. <laughs> well, yeah,
0: and Brock Lesnar. But, it's, but yeah, it was he really like very Brocky painter? He sounds like he was like a, like a totally Jack painter. I don't know.
3: Picasso's <laughs> totally Jack. Totally
0: Jack. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. I don't
3: know what he looks like.
0: yeah isn't that so fascinating though like 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 at one point like you used to be so close like working together and i guess like for them it was like the it was like the rivalry of wanting to succeed that
3: kind of pushed them apart they were both pursuing like new ways to paint Mm. and they were like taking on the same experiments together Hmm. like you can kind of see how cubism evolves over time like they first were painting houses that they saw like in the hills And then, like the houses slowly became like more, like the blocks started to be in the landscape and the rocks too, Mm. and it Mm. sort of just morphed. So, yeah. But so,
1: is it considered stealing then? Like, was Brock the one who did it first, or was (laughs) also because each piece of art that someone makes is now out into the open doesn't like it's now can be. basically go through a metamorphosis
3: through many different artists.
2: Is it a dialogue?
3: I think what I like most about art history is thinking about the actual artist, like just as a person functioning Mm -hmm. in the world. Mm -hmm. So like, I think about Picasso and Brock, I think they were living together. They were like roommates, Mm -hmm. both striving to be amazing artists and be successful. And they're working on these projects together Mm -hmm. and then the final result is that one of them gets huge acclaim Mm -hmm. and becomes like one of like a household name and the other one nobody knows who he is. Yeah. Like what do you think that was like? I mean I understand that awkward. (laughs) (laughs)
4: Yeah, hey, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. 100%
1: 100% the credit. Like, this is my friend Brock. Like, mm. we did it together, whatever. But Picasso probably, like, basically was just like, yeah, yes. Like,
2: Brock, who? <laughs> it's totally. totally no, nah, no. No. Yeah. Nope.
1: yeah. Well, when yeah, it comes down to it,
2: it's whoever has the rich guy behind them, right? Who ends up being the artist that people people remember because they have the most money and they have the legacy that their grandchildren is able to, or are able to pay for?
3: You're so <coughs> right. Mm-hmm. And actually, Picasso was sponsored by the Catholic Church when he was like 14. Wow! What? But he—it's because he was such an amazing painter. Like yeah. he was painting. But what a sponsorship! I know that was like <laughs> being on, on TikTok
2: back in the day. Yeah, you'd get the church to so hit you up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> the Vatican.
1: the Vatican is like, I'll now that's a <laughs> <chat>, TikTok <laughs> influencer. But I mean, speaking of art in general um, well actually, let me go back. Let, let's go back to your history with art up until this point. Okay. Because we have to, I think, explore that before we get into any other individual deep pockets. Okay. So, what was your first interaction with a piece of art can you recall that whoa i know it's extremely broad of a question because art takes many
3: forms that makes um, you want to hit
2: it take a hit of the ball um,
3: <laughs> actually i think my first interactions with art would have been with children's books hmm. because i consider that yeah, the illustrations in some children's books are so gorgeous yes yeah. like i remember um We've all, we've all read Where the Wild Things Are. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. But like Maurice Sendak wrote also this book called Outside Over There. Have you guys ever read that? No. Weird, weird book. It's about like a little girl and she's got a little sister who's a baby and she's left at home to watch her sister. She doesn't pay attention. And these goblins come and steal the baby yeah. and replace it with a stone baby. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and she has to take the stone baby, like, back to... She has to go find the goblins and get her baby sister back. It's kind of like Labyrinth, actually.
0: I was going to say, it exactly like Labyrinth. I don't think he left the stone baby. I think he just took the baby and then just dipped out. Yeah.
3: yeah. Maybe Labyrinth was based on that. Unusual, yeah. But the illustrations are really cool. Mm. Wow. And I remember that really vividly. Um, I remember like Jumanji really vividly, Mm, just like being so into the pictures. Um, yeah, I would say that's probably in like, the most traditional sense, like a Mm -hmm. still image that you just look at and you're like, wow, I'm having an emotional reaction to this image.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. When did you come to the decision where you're like, I want to make
3: stuff on my own? Um, so I really didn't know that I wanted to do art until I was in college. Well into college, actually. Mm -hmm. I was like three semesters in, maybe four semesters. And this this was at Tulane University? Yep, this was at Tulane. Yeah, I like was so wrong about what I thought I was going to do. Like I went to school, started out as an engineering student. That was a big mistake. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Can I, wait, which branch of engineering? What kind of engineering? Well, it was like all gen ed. Oh, okay. Because it was just the classes that are, like, weeding Mm -hmm. out the people who are Mm -hmm. (laughs) not made to do Mm -hmm. calculus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, it was, like, it was still cool to take the classes. Like, Mm -hmm. it was still kind of cool, but I just was terrible at it. Um, And then I, like, bounced to, like, I thought I was going to do business or communications or something. But um, fortunately, at Tulane, we had, like, a fine art credit that you had to take that was a requirement um and i took drawing and i had never like really tried to technically like academically draw mm-hmm. have you doodled you do <coughs> oh you doodled yeah 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 definitely looking back like i was always drawn to visual art mm-hmm. but i never really like thought that was a serious possibility for me Mm. like I I yeah I wouldn't have imagined Uh, I used to be really into Latin in high school I thought Mm. I might do something with Latin Uh,
1: (laughs) wow the success rate for doing something in Latin versus art
4: I feel like they're kind of
1: equivalent no sorry Uh, I thought I might like i don't know yeah, gotcha. yeah. yes 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 but also people do say latin's a dying language so that's why i just thought <laughs> they've said that for a good. long time though it hasn't died yet though it's, <laughs> it's, it's a surviving true. language it's, it it's very true it's
3: very true it's the underdog it's treating it everyone wrong yeah. it still is kind of useful because it affects so much of the english language oh sure yeah. it's the source it's yeah but you're oh, right it's yeah. kind of useless <laughs> overall like we can learn new definitions
1: <laughs> but like with art, it, it, it's just very funny that I mean your <laughs> what you just said. This piece of the story is very common with so many people, so many other students, like artists, just in general. People are like, "Yeah, I went toward the you know math and sciences," mm-hmm. and even though I knew this is something I enjoyed as a kid, or would do it often, or find myself in my room, like this is what brought me joy. It takes us a while to get there.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, yeah, yeah, you're saying college, like, you know,
3: Mm
1: -hmm. I just, I feel that. I agree.
3: Yeah. Um, That's interesting. Um, Where are you putting? I just thought I was like (laughs) super behind. On what? I don't know. I feel like a lot of people around me figured out what they wanted to do really early on, but they weren't necessarily artists, Mm -hmm. but it was still like, they knew right away. Yeah. And I didn't know right away at all. I was so confused. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah
3: yeah would you also have would you say you also had
1: that experience Brendan or
0: uh yeah well I, I think any time that you like pivot from what you were doing at one point cause like I went to school at one college for for a year and then I, it was, and then I was like I don't want to do this anymore and then I and I changed it and I think anytime you do that like, you do feel like you have to play catch up a little bit so it's like a very interesting thing where it's like it's, like, how i would worked through that, but I think eventually, once you're doing what you like, you would know what you love to do for long enough, you're just, like, nah, I'm on the right path. Like, I'm, like, I'm, I'm glad that... I'm, I'm just happy that I'm doing it now. It's like, it's, like, you're at least grateful that you, like, got to the place where you got to with what you like to do.
4: But it does yeah. take
1: trial and error. Like, how are you supposed to know if you you know, prefer this career over that or this job over that job, which is why like there, there definitely is something important about vocational school,
4: Mm -hmm. but,
1: uh, or electives, even when you take electives in college or high school, when they give you opportunities to take stuff that were like electives in college while like you're in high school, because that's the only glimpse you get at it. That's the only like hands on because, I don't know, you're not really, not a lot of kids are, like, self-exploring, like, doing it themselves, where they're like, oh, I'm going to go, if it's not, you know, school-oriented, some people don't have, like, the confidence to go out and just pursue whatever it is. Right. They don't even know, like, I I'm, I just totally understand how that feels. <laughs> so yeah. you're, you're, like, lost, or you're not sure. Yeah, you're just like, I don't know if I'll like this or that, or I have to do it hands-on first in order to know yeah. if this, this is something that I'm totally... Into or totally not into.
3: Mm
0: -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Which they expect us to know at a very young age, which I still feel is odd.
0: Yes. Yes. Agreed. Yes. And uh, for those of you guys listening at home, if you are connecting the dots, that's right. Jordan Fried also went to Tulane University. If you might have guessed the connection, uh, we actually have Miss Jill Burke here because of Jordan and Jill. So would you guys mind talking about the first time that you guys met or the time you became friends or just a story you have of being friends in general?
4: Gosh, I don't think I
3: remember when we first met.
2: I don't wow. remember
3: him first, Matt. Actually, Wow. I do remember. Uh, <laughs> wow, Jordan, you don't remember.
0: Actually, Actually, just I, remember first, I remember.
2: Jill said she didn't remember first. Now she I remember the time <laughs> period. <laughs> I remember.
1: <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> well, it's not. It doesn't matter. Whatever you say, he'll probably
2: My totally perception leave. of remembering it oh. was like Jill was hanging out with the boys.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that was works. my perception of it. And you, they, they were like, Oh. I was
2: also like, hanging out with the boys I was not with <laughs> with the boys but I was
4: hanging out
1: with the boys like Boys <laughs> is just a group of friends The yeah. boys is, okay
0: They're a gang, so... the boys
1: That's <laughs> 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 my
2: roommates Who San Francisco people it's, it's the boys, you know, the
0: boys
1: It's <laughs> this gang? Yeah, I'm sorry, I asked for all these details of the story <laughs> forget it go on sorry just
2: some random some random people
1: continue yeah. yeah no i don't care about their names
2: the, the infamous shark for the, oh. the floor that there i was on was very were uh, yeah was what was your first people making mistakes yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> what was your first uh, interpretation of each other well, so that's the thing is, I don't remember if it was when I first met you or before I had met you, but I associated you with the, um, boxers and briefs,
4: uh, <laughs> 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 boxes and briefs,
3: <laughs> briefs and There's
2: boxes. definitely a moment when I became Jay Freeze and like the, the raps came out. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I had some, I some high school raps, yeah,
2: some raps from high school
1: we've never seen it. Yeah, the what is Fox, Fox and <laughs> Oh my
2: gosh, you guys haven't seen that video? No, we've uh, been deprived. Everyone, listen, go,
0: go, join <laughs> us in Googling people, and finding the Box News and video. People are going to want
1: this on the Patreon. I oh had to take down God, a lot of he, the raps. Yeah. You, oh, wow, okay. But are
3: I think some of them are still
2: up. You? I think Yo Dylan Owen Fox is still up too. <laughs> Dylan Owen is a local <laughs> rapper to Goshen, New York. And then I called him out. He like with nate sanders mm. <laughs> but were you, you just, just wearing underwear? underwear uh no no no, no. it was oh, just it. It was just the difference between briefs and boxes <laughs> and it was also like a happy birthday video for my friend tom's like, <laughs> there's that like added funniness to it that like i gave a shout out to tom it would be a good guest on the podcast. So Tom, hey
4: listening.
1: Tom!
2: Hey Tom! Yo, we have, we have chocolates, man. Okay. Got chocolate. Do you have chocolates? I don't think so. He <laughs> might, might be a good holiday season one if we can not have him. Oh, or, I don't know. Maybe he's in New York.
1: We'll find you Tom. We'll
2: Yeah,
0: what was your like, overall experience of being in college at Tulane University, though? Or
2: New Orleans. Or New so. Orleans. New yeah, New Orleans. is was a better better question. I feel like
3: Tulane was like madness. Hmm. I liked New Orleans a lot. I mean, New Orleans is like amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's s- such a surreal place. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole city is like being overgrown. There's beautiful trees, and you guys have been there. Yes.
0: I've not been there. I've not.
4: I
1: just went recently for the first time. Yeah.
0: yeah would you say that how how did the new orleans, <laughs> that new orleans inspired your art while you were there
4: hmm
3: well new orleans is like everything because it's when i realized that i wanted to be an artist or realized that i was an artist because
4: mm-hmm. mm. i
3: feel like i didn't have a choice like once i realized that mm. i was like this is who i am mm-hmm. so i'm gonna like go for it yeah. yes yeah everything really fell into place there um because like I, I made it in digital art which just ended up being like exactly what I needed mm. like it was like I need I need to do this like I need to be creative I'm best at visual art like mm. this is my top skill and but like I couldn't I couldn't like major in sculpture, like that would be mm. so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No, yeah. wait, no,
0: why is that
1: crazy? People, don't people major in sculpture? Do they? But, I mean, yeah. I, guess I they think do, right? for sure people concentrate in sculpture or glassblowing. No, but just explain to me why it was that?
3: Is that crazy for you? Why did you not for visually? What is the like? Uh, people hire graphic designers. Nobody's
4: hiring
3: sculptors <laughs> unless you're a real good sculptor. Yeah, or you can
0: sculpt out something really weird. Yeah.
1: Like, okay, well, so here's, here's the thing, though. What I was going to say with art in general, right, Any whatever form you pick, when you're just selling in the art business, let's say, right, how mm-hmm. this is run, you know, and how it's just – just the, the animal is just very – I mean, would you say, Jill, that it is difficult to uh, grasp your footing for you to sell stuff because it feels so? What is the word I'm looking for? It just feels a little um, when it comes like with painters and they're in you know galleries and people are selling art when you're a really really big name, or you have to be dead and then you're finally worth. A lot, or mm-hmm. you know, your worth in art. I mean, that is just, I'm saying painting specifically, but is it, a, yeah, is I don't know, is it like just a difficult business to grasp your footing and having, <coughs> you know, a fan base or having like credibility? Mm-hmm. Or can you explain at all your, at least your, um, what if you've
3: come head to head with any of that? So for me personally, I am not. I've never, like, relied on art to make a living. Like, I have a graphic design job that is, like, you know, paying the bills. Mm -hmm. And my goal right now is not to make money off of my art because that will take so much time and energy because that's more like, oh, you have to get your prints made and shipped and you have to... You know, make sure your, pa- your website is up to shape and, like, all mm-hmm. kinds of energy. That has nothing to do with art. So, like, for me right now, I'm just trying to get to the point where I have my, like, perfect... Not perfect. Perfect is impossible. <laughs> but, like, my ideal version of my own art and, like, my style.
4: Mm-hmm. Like,
3: that's my goal. Because then once I get there then I think it will be worth it Mm. to like set up a business Mm -hmm. like right now I I'm like 92% happy and satisfied with like what I'm drawing Mm. and like where I'm at in terms of like finally having my own style where every time I sit down to make an image I'm like I know exactly what I'm gonna do so are you referring to your comics
1: Yeah, can you um, tell everybody at home or in their cars or wherever they are listening (laughs) about your amazing comics also how you cultivated this idea
3: okay so the comic strip I'm writing currently is called Catatonia and I started it when I was probably 19 and I started it during a semester off in college I took a semester off um because I was super confused and I was working a job at a chiropractor's office and it was an administrative job and I hated it it was so boring like Doing nothing because it was like the chiropractor would travel to different places. So he would be in this office location like two days a week, and this office location another two days a week. And I worked the days that he wasn't there mm. doing like filing mm-hmm. and like restocking things. Mm-hmm. But it was like so little work, it was mostly just me like sitting at a desk. Mm. And occasionally, like, maybe once a day, someone would come in and, like, buy a supplement. Mm. But anyway, that's boring. <laughs> it <with>,
4: was.
3: <laughs> all that detail.
4: But that's um, what makes the artist. Yeah, but boring jobs. But
1: also, you you value your time. Yeah. How do you want to spend your time? Yeah. And it's
3: really hard to sit in a room for eight hours and do nothing.
4: Mm.
3: Like, I would read Reddit. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like... What should I like? I don't want to do anything bad because I'm at work. Mm. So, like, what can I do that's like kind of like work? Even though I have whatever, you. I'm it, going into it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you got it. <laughs> I was, you read pro- it, you know work. it. I was really bored, and I was really disillusioned. Yeah, and I was like, I fucking hate this. Like, whatever. And I started writing about a character who was going through something similar. So I created my green alien girl who is 64318 um, and she lives on the planet Catatonia, Mm -hmm. which is a planet where all they do is work Mm -hmm. and they have nothing in their life but work and they don't really desire other things. Mm -hmm. They're just like accepted that this is, this is their life Mm -hmm. and are resigned to it. Which is why I called it catatonia, because it's like catatonic. Mm. You're in a catatonic state, you're just, there's nothing going on. Yeah. Um, And so it's kind of like most of the people in that world, or most of the aliens on that planet, um, they're just kind of going through the motions. Yeah. And so 64318 is the one who we focus on, and she's... Tired of it, like she's disillusioned with it. She thinks there's like, you know, some. She's not satisfied, mm-hmm. and um, she like skips out on work one day and happens to kind of collide with this astronaut who's crashing onto her planet. And he's just kind of like a wayward traveler, and they kind of like strike up a friendship conversation. Mm-hmm. And he convinces her to, like, go fly off into space and, like, play hooky, basically. Mm -hmm. And then it just kind of goes from there with, like, their sort of, like, friendship. And, like, the astronaut's kind of goofy and, like, our alien is really, like, encyclopedic. Mm -hmm. And um, they just kind of, like, learn from each other. And it's, like, about meeting different people, you know? Like, meeting people who are really different from you Mm -hmm. or, like you know, thinking about life experiences that are really different from yours. And, um yeah, that's kinda like how I how I conceptualized it when I started it. Cool. I, I love it. It's yeah.
1: exciting. Anytime you make a pose, I also I love how it looks and just like immediately when I saw it, I was just like, Oh my God, please make this animated. (laughs) I don't know. Like I'm not, you know, no pressure at all. Like I don't like saying that is the direction you're going to or whatever, but just when it was it's the relationship between the astronaut and it's just so, it's just so cute. Like it's just, there's just so many things like the cat, which I was like (laughs) curious if that cat was
3: inspired by. Cause you have a cat, one cat, two cats, one
0: Two cats, two, cats,
3: two cats but yeah uh key cat she's based on um, my first cat yuki she's cool. um kind of a uh, demanding and <laughs> has like a very strong personality so yeah
0: well what, <laughs> what made you pick the number you picked for the main character
3: um i don't think there was any rhyme or reason to no. it i just liked how it sounded yeah. and looked
0: yes yes yeah it's like, a, like very like poetic like yeah right her. yeah mm-hmm. kind of goes like up and down like six four three it was, it's like six four three eight one right six
3: four three one eight three one eight yeah 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 yeah, yeah it kind of sounds like a name yeah it it does. Does. um and i like that the astronaut can call her sixy
0: because uh, it's kind of yeah. like sexy yeah like, but it's
4: like yeah. a little like
3: <laughs> yeah for
1: sure it's I like a little hint yeah. you
0: know? yeah this to, would
1: be <laughs> such great content for like any age too which is mm-hmm. uh, like another really? reason why I love yeah. it. this it is there is it, it's, sometimes I swear it's for yeah you okay. well,
0: can't, can't need to swear too okay You <laughs> they, probably, <laughs> hear, they it. probably
1: hear that at home already oh yeah but, Message or whatever somebody gets from it can be either an adult or a kid mm-hmm. or yeah. somebody in between or somebody who's old like it's just a very fun range that you have and like you could you know if it were like oh, morphed into a tv show people would watch it if mm-hmm. it if it's just a comic strip when it's like full and complete people would read it like it's just enticing it's very yeah i just really enjoy it
0: Thank you so much. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember, like, was there, like, a specific comic or, like, a type of comic that got you interested in comics in general?
3: So, comics are one thing that I have been doing for a very long time. Mm. How long? Um, I started drawing comics a lot when I was, like, 11. Mm. And I pretty much have, that's one thing that I, I don't even think about that as, like, art because I just, it's more, it's more like writing, kind of, or just, like, Mm joking around like we used to draw um I had like one class in sixth grade where I was sitting with two of my like best friends we like randomly got assigned to a table together and it was like like, (laughs) we're getting away with something and um we start I don't remember why but we started drawing comics like about each other, hmm. or like us, like talking to the teacher. Oh my gosh. Like, like, do you have any of those? Did you keep any of those? I ones? have some. Yeah, oh, that's, that's really neat. Cool. Yeah,
1: actually, there's um, gonna be a Jill Burke Museum, yeah. and then you're gonna see your evolution of it. I'm like, oh my god! Oh, that would be really cool. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's also, oh my god, make a museum where it is actually just an art gallery. That obviously it's an art gallery, but that people have to go through. And then there's like, you know, like, oh my gosh,
2: that was one of the first so uh, installations I saw. I saw a lot of your digital on um, Tulane like, mm. campus right that would be like your senior project yeah yeah I remember seeing your senior project
3: mm-hmm. oh how neat which I wrote a comic book for yes yeah
2: yeah it was like spread out mm-hmm. among the walls yeah
3: yeah I wrote all my I you had multiple all,
2: things in the project
3: all my sketches project, on the wall right? and then Along I made a copy that. of the book yeah. and then I had like a digital art print that I made and A couple of, like, watercolor paintings. Oh, cool.
1: It's like many phases. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: Neat. It's supposed to be like, look, I got
3: an education.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you did. You're doing stuff with it. Um, Is there something, in regards to your comics, one that comes easier to you than the other? Writing or your illustrations?
3: I think writing is easier. Hmm. Yeah. Um, because, like, for me, my characters are, like, so real. (laughs) I think about things they would say to me all the time. Mm. You know, they're, like, my, they're, like, imaginary friends, almost. Mm. Um, so I think it's a lot easier to write because I just think about, I know these characters. And, like, I could put them in any situation. And I'd know what they'd say. Mm. Yeah. And I know what they'd do. Um,
0: Yeah. Do you have a favorite character of yours that you, like, think about from time to time? Hmm or multiple if you want. I don't
3: think already. I can pick between like the main three right now because mm-hmm. the main three right now are like your babies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think like 64318 Fritz and Kiket. Like mm-hmm. I love all of them so much. Yeah. Um but I'm also really your enjoying villains. Your villains Oh, are, yeah. They're very fun. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Jill, where
0: can people find uh, your illustrations
3: or your comic work? Um you can find you can go to my website which is vvcomics.net. Um, I'm also on Instagram at VV comics, V as in Victor. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, and you're wearing a t-shirt. I'm wearing my and VV Comics t-shirt. That's right. Yeah.
0: What does the right first right. V stand for? And what does the second V stand for?
3: Um, so in the very early days of quarantine, um, I was kind of losing my mind. Um, which yeah, we all know what it was like. Yeah, <laughs> there, <laughs> felt that. Yeah. We all know what it was like. Um, and I <laughs> decided that I was going to, if, if I wasn't going to be able to leave my house, I was going to write a comic book. Hmm. And I had had this idea for a, or like a little graphic novella, like not very long, but um, I had this idea for one for a while and I had a pretty good outline and um, I decided I was going to, write it and illustrate it everything. Um and I decided I wanted to write it under a pen name. Um and I was like that's gonna be so, so cool. <laughs> I'm, gonna <have> a, <laughs> I'm gonna have an alter ego. That's gonna be so cool. Um and I came up with the name Valkyrie Vale, which is I just like Vs. Like I think V's like a cool sound. Mm-hmm. Um but also, I was thinking about, um, like, a Valkyrie in Norse mythology is, like, a angel warrior woman with big wings, and her role in that world is to guide the souls of fallen soldiers to the afterlife. Mm. And I just thought that was, like, such a cool, kind really of exciting. surreal transcendent <laughs> character yeah and i was like that'd be a really cool one um i don't know like and i thought maybe like eventually i could write the comic about valkyrie Vale. Mm. you so know like who funny. is she yeah. she's like yeah. off on a planet somewhere and yeah she, i don't know um maybe i'll still do that but uh yeah so that's where vv comes from cool cool
2: Hello there, it's Jordan Freed from Late Night Hump, the person you're probably listening to on the podcast right now. I just wanted to let you know that we are coming back with our interdimensional improv show that takes you through space, time, and different realities over the course of an hour-long show that's made up on the spot based off of your suggestions. Our show is going to be Friday, November 12th, 2021 at 9 30 p.m get there around 9 p.m so you can get settled in it's at the players theater at 115 McDougal street between west third and Bleecker streets in new york new york baby we're gonna be in the steve and mary scurros theater the players theater third floor loft Uh, You will have to have a proof of vaccination, but that should be fine for all of you guys. And these shows are really a ton of fun. They're really the best thing that we do. Do not miss this. Go to latenighthump.com slash shows to find the ticket link. Once again, that's latenighthump.com slash shows for the ticket link. And when you go there and buy your tickets you could use code hump to get 50% off it's definitely worth the code Uh, do that for yourself get your tickets early before the show sells out because we're only going to quarterly shows now we used to do monthly so come on out fill out the seats enjoy our first show all this fall back to the show
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, Jill, uh, when did you start thinking about aliens? And uh, what do you think about them right now? Hmm.
3: You know, I didn't think about aliens much in my life. Um, except for I did always like looking at the stars and, like, wondering what was out there. Um, But I actually chose the alien character because... I liked the idea of a, a. it was like a person that I could you know use and like have them be sort of human like you know mm-hmm. have like the same like thoughts and feelings that a human might have but who could be like totally isolated and alone you know just mm-hmm. like portray that like you're so far removed you know you're so alienated you know mm-hmm so that's why i picked that i thought it was like a good like kind of lonely but also like kind of magical like character Mm. um of course since then i've thought about aliens a lot (laughs) and i've gotten kind of into um like I mean, I think they're real and I think they walk among us.
4: Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll just
3: cut to the chase.
4: Yeah.
0: Like, would, like, like, do you think that they're like they're like, pretending to be human beings or are they. I think yeah. some
1: of them masquerade as human beings. Mm. So, do you have like a, an example? Like alien human hybrids. Yeah. Oh, hybrids. hybrids? Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Are they using the humans as a host? Is that what you mean? It's like aliens fucking humans and then. Okay, well, do you think... Like, do you have a specific example? Like, do you think this person... No, but we definitely, want names. Like, yeah, I don't um, names. I
3: don't know their names, but I know some things about them. Like, mm-hmm. I know that alien-human hybrids are usually, like, really androgynous. Mm-hmm. And they're usually very tall and, like... Whew, I'm out, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Human. And I don't know.
3: I don't know all the details, but, um... Yeah. I, but, I mean, I just keep an eye out, you know? Yeah. You probably no one when you see them. Do
0: you feel like you can have, like, you have, like, a, a certain sense if you are around someone? Like, how often would you say that you see someone or interact with someone and you're like, I think this might be an alien?
3: Hmm. You know, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while. But I worry, I wonder that about a lot of things. Yeah. Like, sometimes I, I'll meet a person and I'll be like, I'm pretty sure they were a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dead ass.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah you think it's possible that that anybody could be an alien but not realize that they're an alien
3: i think that's definitely possible Mm -hmm. um i remember when i was in high school like one of my uh teachers i think it was a physics teacher um did this like posed this question where he was like are you guys human Um, by
2: the way physics teachers were the gateway drug to reddit (laughs) yeah
3: (laughs) sorry you said you were 16 17 probably like 17 Mm -hmm. um but it was like are you human and we're all like yeah and he's like well how do you know <laughs>
1: and it, was like, wow. you know, it sounds like the lyrics from the Killers. I'm a human. I'm a Yeah, density
0: class—that's what it was, oh, of
1: course.
4: <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, like, yeah, so I, I was like, "What yeah. are the oh, requirements? Have flesh and blood, yeah, and, like,
3: all this and that, yeah." And he was like, "How do you know that there's not a computer inside your brain?" Yeah. How do you know?
2: Yeah, we don't know that. You don't and we know do that. have to recharge. Like you could go like three days, or else you, you die. Or you need to recharge, basically, mm-hmm. right? Like, yes.
3: Mm-hmm. We don't
2: really know, and we don't really know what happens before this or after this. Yeah. Any of
3: you could be a robot.
2: I know.
0: I think of that all the time.
3: <laughs> <laughs> sent back from the future, or sent from another planet. Yeah. So a human, need, and way. you might not even know. <laughs> Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> because a lot, like, like a lot of robots, at least like especially in, like a lot of, like sci-fi, it's like, depicted as like they are modeled after humans, like like the um the, ter- like, the Terminator, the Terminator. Like if you look at it... it's like
4: a cyborg.
0: Yeah, well, if you look at the Terminator like, from the movies without the skin on them, they are oh. modeled after the human skeleton, so it's yes. more to look like a metal skeleton. Yes. and like even like the way that AI is True. like it's like a model and an interpretation of what human beings are like. So I think that is one of the things about aliens, though. Too is I think it's it's in a way like comforting or, and enjoyable to like know that a creature that is definitely not human is from, from somewhere very far away still has things that humans can relate to and still has things that like humans are like oh thank god like I thought it was just humans that were like this but there's also <laughs> cre- other creatures millions of miles away somewhere in a distant galaxy they're also like this too you know yeah. so um, Jill if you could create like, like in like design and like what happens there an ideal right. alien planet what would it look like?
3: Who? I mean, I'll just say ideal for me. Yes. Um, oh, yeah, it's
0: Jill, It's Jill world. So right.
3: Okay. Well, honestly, I mean, I like Earth a lot, so mm. I'd probably model it after Earth, mm. um, with like a lot of mountains and waterfalls. Um, but I'd want there to be different gravity. Like, I'd want there to be some places where you can sit, and, like, gravity's kind of nice sometimes, mm-hmm. but it'd be cool to have places where you can, like, float or fly or whatever, stuff like that. It'd be cool to have, like... um different levels of like atmosphere like maybe mm. you can like be in like a wind zone that'll like mm-hmm. like, like you jump in the wind tunnel but That's it's actually just wind yeah. you like yeah, yeah. Oh, the sky oh that well, would be that, so fun
1: that it can like very similar to the ocean where there are different currents mm-hmm. that take you quickly and there are different areas like mm-hmm. also like the dead sea way more buoyant mm-hmm. so you flow or see it's so yeah. Actually, yes, exactly. Maybe your plane would have more things involving water mm. than mm. land, perhaps. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Cause also how they test things for space, they test things underwater. Cause that's as similar right. to the levels as you can get, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. What would you call that's it? That's such
3: an excellent comparison. What would you call your um, world? What would I call it? Oh, I'd call it something like very poetic. Like Valhalla.
0: Ooh, that's good. That's, that's, a,
1: that's a, an epic planet. That's
3: a, a planet to epic. be
0: proud of. Yeah. You know?
1: What would you call yours, Brendan? A
0: uh, butthole. <laughs>
1: that's
0: the first thing that came to mind. It'd be poop, of course. Planet poop. <laughs> <laughs> So I would like, love the idea of like someone who lives there and they travel to a different planet and like I feel like it be a great planet too don't get me wrong but, and then, but I still the idea that someone like loves where they live and then they go to another planet and they're like oh where are you coming from and they have to go I'm coming from poop <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: from you're like your world's literally struggling to survive economically because you don't have enough travelers there or visitors because of the name of your planet
0: no well poop is the currency that's the whole
1: thing oh <laughs> my god okay oh. what do you ask wait 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 interesting thought though what yeah. would be
3: your currency on your planet Mm. there would be no currency Mm -hmm. it would be a utopia is is is... too much to ask but there doesn't there have to be doesn't there have
1: to be a currency or at least an exchanging of some sort of goods or transactions to happen in order for people to come on utopians don't exist
0: until they did. sorry
1: not to crush it J- Jill was almost a- had Bernie but it never <laughs>
4: happened
2: Jill, Jill was my first introduction to socialism she was what? talking about socialism before anybody else was talking about socialism wow. actually wow. that's,
3: true. Yeah. This that's true this is factual this is 100% factual I, I went love to, that. Went studied to Sweden. abroad in, when I was in high school I studied abroad in Sweden and I literally came back being like fucking socialism on my right wow like, that's so sweet. How about that now yes. everybody talks about
2: it, yeah. To yeah. Bernie,
4: people, yeah. People thought Bernie
2: got to me first, but Bernie didn't get to me. Bernie So wow. yeah. You were Bernie before Bernie. Agent.
4: Wow.
2: wow. Yeah. The chaos agent. <laughs> Bernie,
0: Bernie
3: what, what was it about, uh, about
0: socialism or like like learning about it in Sweden that like that made you realize like oh this is the way?
3: Um, there were so many things. Like I was in. um Like, I went to a Swedish school, Mm -hmm. uh, and all my classmates just had these, like... Like, for example, if you go to school, if you're in high school and you go to school, at least 90% of the time, like, if you have a minimum of 90% attendance, Mm -hmm. you get an allowance from the government. Oh! Like, you get, like... I don't remember how much it was, but it was, like, maybe, I don't know, 200 bucks a month or something? Like, it's not a lot, but it's also, like more than that. what an amazing yeah. perk like mm-hmm. what a cool great like don't you just like they're taking care of their citizens mm-hmm. the medical system like yeah stay in school we'll literally pay you to do it um they do I have a very I mean, high education yeah also happiness is Sweden the one that's very I think all yeah. of Scandinavia is pretty pretty yeah. happy
2: yeah. I, I had a Swedish roommate one semester oh, yeah. in my off campus yeah, house I and uh yeah, he was very well-adjusted, and got free education, and was, like, living a life. Right. And, like, moved into his own apartment at age, like, 16, and was just, like, making fun of me because I hadn't fucked, like, 37 women. <laughs> He's just like, you it's Americans weird. are just so crude. That's uh, like, like <laughs> That is
3: true. That is true.
2: <laughs> uh, no, uh, he was, uh was fun. I don't know where Max is nowadays. He was supposed to be a lawyer. That was Max, where he was Yo, shout out to Max. Uh, where you shout at? To Max. If I ever need Europe, you know. European law advice. Um, yeah. Yes.
1: Wow.
4: Yeah.
1: How is it um, just geographically, like the landscapes? What is Sweden like? Um, is mountainous?
3: Is it mostly it was not really there weren't really any mountains no it was like it reminded me of um, Maine where I'm from like there was a lot of like birch trees and pine trees and you know stuff like that
4: yeah. it looked
3: like any sort of northern gotcha American city. okay yes yeah. is everybody super tall there uh, the average height is definitely taller. So a lot of
1: aliens.
3: Yeah.
4: Oh, <laughs> they're whole for country for sure They're
3: yeah. they're for sure there if they're anywhere. Yeah. But yeah, do you blame
0: them though? Because like if the, if the if the quality of life is so good and what and you were coming from another planet yeah. to Earth, yeah. wouldn't you want to go to the best place? It's like it'd be like if do you, you went on vacation to the less good place of the options that you had,
1: right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Like like aliens are not in Iran. No
4: <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> <Just
0: kidding. laughs> well, so they are in Iran.
2: Well they know. actually I've never been yeah, <laughs> totally. I'd say they're probably in Iran and they're probably in very cold places. They're probably in the hottest places and the coldest places, underground mm-hmm. and in the glaciers. Yeah, you
1: think they yeah. live underground? I do, I do think they're <laughs> flying. This, glaciers? I think they're
2: flying the world. <laughs> No, I don't think they're flying the world, but I do think they are here and they have underground bases where they're doing experiments. Yeah. I think they're in cahoots with the government. All right. For sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm like pretty convinced at this point but it may be the marijuana talking <laughs> yeah Mary things. Jane she's got a lot of conspiracies mm. she got a lot of oh dogs, uh, underground civilization. she knows, civilization. Things. She knows yeah. things yeah
0: uh Jill we're just going um uh, just in case uh I, cause I just remembered that you uh if you wanted any more painters
3: <laughs> oh my gosh you're right um
0: yes I just remembered <laughs>
3: well yes my favorite true. painter is Jasper Johns
0: mm, how come
3: um because he painted the most boring things He painted like targets and the American flag and numbers. Mega such a drag.
4: Yeah, Mm -hmm. targets suck. So, (laughs) (laughs)
0: all right, it's an alright story. They have good stuff there.
1: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Sorry,
0: I'm not sponsored by Walmart. Anyway, so right, so he painted boring stuff.
3: Yeah, and I liked that he he did that because he wasn't. He, his thing was like, I don't want to reveal anything about who I am. Mm. I just want to make paintings. Hmm, What do you think about that? I think it's fascinating. I think it's fascinating because I feel like he revealed so much by trying so hard to hide himself. Mm. And what did you pick up? What do you think he
1: revealed
4: about
3: Well, interestingly, it was, I mean, it's kind of like... Uh, open knowledge in art history now um, because he was a painter in the 1950s and he was living with another artist, Robert Raschenberg, mm. and at the time they were um, just like living in on the outside, like to the public world, they were just two guys living in an apartment building mm. like one on this floor, one on that floor mm. but in reality they were lovers yeah,
4: yeah. Uh. which
3: was totally not mm-hmm. accepted at the time and a lot of our historians theorize that that was, like, there's some psychology to it, where he's, you know, has to hide this element of his personality. And, um, and that's why he was so sort of, like, tight-lipped with yeah. everything he put no. out. Do and it's f- really sad. Yeah. For sure, for sure.
1: And it's really,
3: like, just so fascinating. Like, such a fascinating, um... Like depiction of that experience,
4: hmm.
3: you know. And he was an incredible painter. Yeah. There's actually a um, retrospective of his at I think the Whitney right now.
4: Hmm.
3: Yeah, cool. But anyway, he's my favorite yeah. Because, yeah. What colors. But likes. it's not it's not for those reasons really that I think he's my favorite. <laughs> um, although I like like his backstory is very interesting to me. Um, but I like um, his numbers paintings because, um, they've just always been my favorite because, uh, like, for example, he has a painting of a five and, um, that's all it is really, it's Mm -hmm. just a five with, um, it was like he laid down newspaper and then painted over it with white and then like traced the five. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's, seems so boring on the surface Mm -hmm. like you look at it and you're just like all right that's Mm -hmm. all it is but it's actually really psychedelic when you think about it because it's not it's tricked you like it's a five but it's not a five it's not like you can add it or use it for anything it's just this weird symbol Mm. that we all understand, Mm. even though it's not accurate to some extent.
4: Mm. Mm.
0: Yeah.
3: What do you mean by accurate? Like it just doesn't do anything that a five is supposed to do. Hmm. Cause it's just being, I mean, cause if
1: I don't know, I feel like if I would look at it long enough, I would just look at, or just see the movement of a line, basically, yeah. right? Because right. every number, every symbol, everything is just like streaks. That's not the probably the best word, but is just, um, just a drawing. I guess it is just like, it's just a symbol, whatever, like you were saying. Right. right. It's like if you did like an eight, a two, a three, also an eight, like that looks like the infinity symbol or whatever, like these symbols that we just mm-hmm. call whatever we call, we all universally know what it is is just like a, I don't know, just a line morphed into many different yeah. shapes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you just, like, strip it down <laughs> to its core. Yeah. Do you think
4: that
2: a distant uh, group of aliens are responsible for our math systems?
1: So do what? you think ancient civilizations are aliens? Let me ask you that. Because if we're taking back to right mind calendar, <laughs> their numeric system, their way, like, do you think ancient civilizations or aliens or had aliens jordan
2: hmm? uh i'm a little divided uh there are parts of me that think so and there are parts of me that don't think so the parts of me that think so um are just because they had very sophisticated systems without like being able to communicate as rapidly as we could communicate now so it just would have taken much longer for people back then to like come to conclusions, but they came to the conclusions so that it's really easy for us to have conclusions. So I don't know. I'm torn between whether they just got all the secrets from aliens, like the pyramids in Egypt, like were they made by aliens? No, probably not. They were just probably made by people who the only purpose in life they had was to move boulders Mm -hmm. every single day and that's all they ever did was move boulders all day and their life was like 80 years well not even 80 years it was probably just like 20 years of just moving boulders Mm -hmm. but yeah um, yeah. now we've created different types of meaning so that like you could literally have infinite meanings for your life and if you don't like the meaning that you have right now you could just change the meaning very quickly Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) um well i just want to take it back to the painter uh for his like color scheme was anything um so I don't, know, I probably just like had to look up pictures of it. But did was there things? Cause he was like closing off his actual personal life. Were there like more darker tones in what he colored or painted, or were there's any? Were there things he still made bright, or were there? You know, there was like a lot of darkness. I would say. Mm-hmm. Do you think his paintings would have been a lot more impressive if he painted about? Hit like if he was, I mean, not open in society, but open through his art about his sexuality and his re- relationship.
3: He, do I think he would have been a better painter? Is that what you asked? Mm, yes,
1: yes. Or do you think that art would have been more impressive to you? I don't know. It's, it's a it's a weird question uh, to ask because it doesn't exist. A
2: lot of them would just be dead if they were more open. What do you mean? About yeah. their sexualities. The painters? like, a lot of people were in the closet. Well, that's why I was curious safety. if Picasso,
1: when he was living with his friend, if he... If they were lovers. <laughs> yeah. It might have been. Also, he was Spanish, and, like, they're just more affectionate. I meant, like, Iranians are more affectionate. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not, like, certain, like, European people are not... It's just not... That, does, um, that 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 came out wrong. That, <laughs> that doesn't mean that it makes you gay or whatever. People are totally going to misconstrue what I'm saying, so just like, strike it off <laughs> But yes, I do like. I am just curious if like his paintings would have been, um, yeah, I don't know, to like express the thing that he wanted to hide. There's mm-hmm. got to be something more enticing there. There has to be something like what more he could have produced.
4: Well, sometimes there's... I think it
1: would
3: have been very different art. Yeah, I'll say that. But I think. What's so interesting about it is that he was such an incredible painter that he could make these boring things that still yeah. went down in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that yeah. really speaks to the presence of your art in, like, a physical space. Especially because this was in the 50s, so it's not like people were really seeing it on TV mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. maybe in magazines, or, but a lot of it was in real life. And... Um, yeah, it's just crazy that you can paint numbers and and people go crazy over it. Yeah. You know, like that's really amazing. It's true.
4: Yeah. How
3: how are you with
1: um when you're developing your art, how much like a decision you made, how much you want to keep your personal life you know Mm. closer to you like obviously just not revealing so much through your comics or your whatever kind of graphics or art you're making
3: um I think that's a really tricky line that I walk because I have characters who I relate to and who probably represent different aspects of my personality um but I'm just a human like I don't know what I'm doing a lot of the
4: time
3: (laughs) Um, Mm. so like reflecting that kind of the stuff that you don't want to tell people Mm. you know that you're scared or like or or you don't know if you're making the right decision things like that Um, like that's kind of scary to show in a character Mm -hmm. Mm. because you're like well now everybody's gonna know Mm. now everybody's gonna know that I'm scared all the time I don't know. Um, but I do think like, but also that's something people relate to. That
4: yeah. People call that when
1: artists, musical artists or whoever, when they're very raw, yeah, then you're just like, oh my God, like,
4: yeah, speaking
1: to me like this is like, mm-hmm. oh, like, like, you know, you wouldn't yeah. think somebody would relate to an experience even. And like they have and you're like, what?
3: yes, I, and I think that's so, that's such a good, concise point because when i started putting these comics on just instagram like i was just like i'm gonna make just an instagram just to like you know bounce some ideas out there Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not really thinking too hard about it um and also very nervous because i was like i don't know like i don't see i don't see too many like comics quite like mine
4: Mm
3: -hmm. um they're like it's kind of a weird yeah it's a weird niche that i'm in it's also being funny but also kind of deep
1: also Um, because the fact that you're not a man yeah to be honest like you you know Mm -hmm. it does make a difference whether we
3: think about it or
1: not or like it or not but there are many more uh i don't know would you say brendan you definitely know more comics than i do but are there more male uh creators in the comic world like are art like, like
0: comic artists specifically yeah uh i mean there's a lot of male it's it definitely like probably has been like very yeah, male dominated yeah. just like mo- like there's a lot of things where it's just like men just stick like, over the space and we're just like this is a fun thing i want to be the one who does hey everyone let's go over here <laughs> and we all do it together you know so, but yeah. yeah
1: that's what i'm saying like through years, jill there's definitely um just not like now i'm trying to dis- describe you know a like woman a femininity. like yeah but like yeah. how do you even describe that but there I don't mean just <laughs> femininity just like just a just a smoother gentler touch like there's just something that I mean you just said the word poetic before as far as like when you're naming things but uh-huh. you can also kind of it's gonna sound strange but you can kind of see visual when something's visually poetic mm-hmm. when something just like I don't know the curve of a line or the colors that are used or the way that you are you know putting a character's face together matters so much like any like I I'm you know people register a lot with faces and people take in a lot emotionally through you know who they're seeing like whatever and then when you see it translated to a children's book or, Mm -hmm. like, a, you know, your friend's comic or something. You're like, oh, my God.
4: (laughs) Is it just me? Have I just
1: had this experience? But, it's, yeah, I don't know. That's just, like, the feeling I get from it. So, it's very, yeah, it's very, what was my point,
0: Brendan? (laughs) Uh, your point was (laughs) Being a woman doing comics. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah, it's very good. And (laughs) how would you, how would you describe your style?
3: Uh um, I think I like contours, um, and, like, simplicity, and I try to be elegant. Mm. Mm. Um, yes, that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like gentle touch. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I try to be elegant and exciting. Mm. Yes. yes. Yeah, because I really like colors. I like combining different colors and... I, I really love my comic characters because, um, now that I have them designed, I can do all sorts of crazy stuff with them. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, I'm excited to finish writing and like getting the tail end of this story out. Um, cause that's kind of what I'm getting back to right now. Um, because then after that I can just start playing around with images and, um, just make single images with my, uh, with my characters. So, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah. 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 It'll be fun. Yeah,
0: when you're when you're creating a comic, is it like, do you find yourself coming up with like kind of like the more like like story parts of it before the art, or is it kind of symbiotic or one for the other?
3: Um, yeah, it's kind of symbiotic. I try to make um, thumbnails before I start anything Mm -hmm. because you have to be able to fit in. You know, what you want to say visually and what you want to say with words Mm -hmm. into, you know, one little box. Um, So I usually think about, like, a moment. Like, a moment that I'm... Like, the next moment in the story. Like, what do I need to say um, to get them from point A to point B? And what do I need to show? Because that's what's nice about comics, too, is you can you can fit in a lot because you are using two types of communication. Mm-hmm. So, um you can, you know, you can read something and then also like get the next thought that I want to s- communicate with looking at the picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um or you know, looking at both. Um yeah, so it's kind of like hand in hand. Um and sometimes in terms of I always know like where I'm trying to go long term. Um, but then it's just, like, the smaller steps in between mm-hmm. that I'm kind of, like, figuring out. Um, yeah. And sometimes I have a really good idea for what I want an image to look like and also what I want the text to be. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, well, I know I have to show this, but what am I going to, like, say to get them there?
4: Yeah. Or
3: I know I need to say this, but what should I show when yeah. I'm saying? Yeah.
4: yeah.
3: So, Yeah. It's fun. What, what's what been like the longest time for that answer to come to you? <sighs> mm. I don't know. I've gotten better at just settling on something faster. Mm. You know, just being like, I'm not quite sure what to do, but I'm just going pick, to pick one thing. I usually don't like, I don't hem and haw over that too much. Mm-hmm. So you're,
1: you're not um, like a perfectionist who has to, in the terms of like, you will obsess over you know, this one detail until it feels just right?
3: Uh, to an extent, I will say. Um, but I'm, I don't know, I have some things that I won't, like, settle for. Like, I feel like if I, if I have a drawing where, like, the character, um, you can do the, like, horizontal flip test, um, where it's, like, you have your drawing on Procreate and you can just flip it horizontal Mm -hmm. to, like, see, like, does it look the same? Does it still look natural? Because sometimes you look at, um, I don't know, uh, there's no examples in here, but um, sometimes I'll, like, draw something, (laughs) and I'll be like, like, (laughs) that looks really good, and then I'll do the flip test, and I'll be like, whoa, like, Mm -hmm. this one eye is way smaller than the other because, like, just reading it left or right as you draw it, like, you measure out and fix all these things with your eyes, and because um, you kind of get used to it as you're looking at it, mm. yeah. My so, eyes would
2: not pass the flip test. <laughs> <laughs> Those are on you then. <laughs>
3: yeah, right. Like it's like that. Like you get so used to looking at your own face, the same thing kind of happens in a drawing. Because, wow. um, but just not quite as. But it's also a drawing, so it's not realistic. So you kind of have to do the flip,
1: yeah, stuff like
4: that. It um, is very interesting.
1: We we're watching um, talk about like perfection <laughs> art. And basically, art is imperfection. So, like, how, what are you trying to perfect? We were watching uh, with Rick Rubin. Oh, my gosh. What is the...
0: Shangri-La. Thank y- you. Yeah, there's a docuseries called? on Hulu about Shangri-La. Yeah, and they mm. were just,
1: that just, like, sparked in my brain because I remember them having a conversation with, uh, yeah, just talking about any artist when you're trying to, like, really hone in on whatever this thing is and you comb finding like you know, the fine toothing every inch and and but then you're just like, Yeah, but it it's it's what it is. Mm-hmm. You, like you can't how much can you have control over it when it's just like I don't know, yeah, it just needs to like evolve into also do you, like happy accidents. Yeah. Like when stuff happens, have you had that happen when you're like drawing or writing something and you're like, Oh, I didn't plan that but totally fits
3: yeah I have small things like that happen all the time like I'll accidentally click a wrong button hmm. and it will change Close. something and then I'll be like oh I really like that or okay. like maybe I don't want it for this but I'm going to try that later because it looks really cool hmm. um, yeah I do that all or the time or were you always going to click
1: that button <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the alien came behind you grabbed <laughs> your head yeah yes. it was in a yes.
3: predetermined
1: yeah. destiny or is it What's your
0: relationship with like, like kind of like, like literal hand drawing versus doing the digital drawing that mm. you kind of do to a little bit?
3: Um, I, yeah. Okay. So I used to hand draw like everything. Mm. Um, and I pretty much only do digital drawing now, uh, just because I, uh, it's just way more convenient. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just being able to like immediately fill something in, mm. like it's so much faster
4: mm-hmm. and i can i like the undo button mm-hmm. a lot i
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. love the undo button because like erasing something takes time like yeah. i want to expedite the process um but i i feel like there's something really soothing about drawing like pen and paper or like pencil pencil to paper
4: Mm-hmm.
3: um that's more like a comfort thing mm-hmm. for me i think like my comics on the ipad and like in photoshop are like that's work kind mm-hmm. of like it's a pat it's a labor of love but um i yeah i really only like draw by hand to relax now yeah yeah like to doodle or just
0: fuck around. Yeah. It's, it's kind of similar with like photography I think <laughs> too where I think like even though like not everyone necessarily grows up using film photography I think, like film photography is like in, whether it's like video or like stills it's still like the origin of that uh, that particular art form and it's like undoubtedly digital is just easier because it's like you like the fact that you can like Something with a camera, and you can see what it's going to be like as being either filmed or like caught on camera. Is like, 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 the thing is, like, there are things about like, like, like more like primitive art forms for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. like ones that are a little bit older, that like there's a lot of benefits to those, and also like the. Kind of like the untapped, like, things that you can do with, like, the more advanced ones also allow for a different element of creativity you can do. And it's like, there there's just the benefits of both, I guess, yeah. right? Yeah, but it's come I on.
1: Totally Who agree? wants the stress of... Film.
0: But it looks great, though. It looks great. It does. It like, looks it's, great. see
1: like, there's just so much that can go wrong. High risk, high, high reward. Is just, great. Yeah, yeah. Yes. that is that's true. High risk, high reward. Yeah, yeah. that's very true.
0: Yeah. Are you interested? In, like, what's, what are your thoughts on like, like an, animation or like things that you've watched that are animated?
3: Um, gosh, the most recent animated thing I watched was <laughs> Neon Genesis Evangelion. Have you guys seen it? No, what is There's, it? Oh my god. It's, um, it's like an anime from like the 90s, I think. Um, but it's super depressing. Mm. Like, Ooh, okay. It's like, <laughs> We're um, in. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like, uh... I haven't watched a lot of anime, but, um... After, like, watching this show, it, like, kind of fucked me up, uh, and so I, like, kind of researched it, and it's, like, a kind of a criticism of this genre of anime that's, like, called Mecca, mm-hmm. which is, like, giant robots and people, like, fighting the giant robots, okay. or, like, giant robots fighting each other. Um, I don't know. I guess it's a thing. But so this one is, like... It's kind of like there's these kids who have to pilot these giant robots to um, fight off giant aliens that are attacking Earth, and but they're, like, kind of conflicted, and it's... Mm. Like, they feel bad. Like, it's really violent, mm-hmm. and, like, it's scary. Like, they're just kids, and... Um, and the aliens are really scary, mm. oh and gosh. the robots are really scary. That's a lot to wrestle with. Yeah. Oh my god. What if that's just
1: the future generation?
2: And the humans are scary too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, would it be any different than the world we're living now? There's always, there's always been war, and there's always going to be war. Yeah,
0: at least robots versus aliens. I mean, at least mm-hmm. you're saying robots and aliens fight
2: each
1: it's other. A good movie. Good movie. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's good movie. Did <laughs> <laughs> <Do laughs> you ever
3: know, Jewel? What? Send so me your smoke
2: jewel. No. Nah, not anymore. She, she got me to quit. Damn. Just hire her to
3: be your Sorry, people. The bad things She'll
1: happen to very close family members, now. so I'm not about it.
0: Yeah, no jewel.
1: Not specifically with the jewel. I'm saying nicotine in general, but obviously the jewel is really no different.
4: Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, we don't put the jewel in jewel.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are jewel. Jewel's jewel. and jewel. Yeah. I retired from my juuling days. I also used to rip bong tobacco when I when I used that
4: to chill really hard. Yes. <laughs> just,
1: yeah,
4: okay. that's
2: gross. This podcast brought to you by Bong Tobacco. I also, Jewel. <laughs> okay. Well, we're
1: we're uh, if you're, if you're know, like about to
2: die. In two in two years, I would say just rip all tobacco. <laughs> the you get don't, up.
1: Children, don't take his <laughs> advice.
2: But children,
0: thank you for listening. This is Mary Jane. <laughs> appreciate being here. We are about to uh, wrap up.
1: So, just if there's anything you want to put on your list of painters,
3: ooh, um, let's do something more current. Um,
4: hmm.
0: Are there any painters that people, like, like a lot that you're, like, nah, overrated?
3: Um, yeah. Uh, Saison.
0: Ooh. I saw a Saison exhibit. I think it I'm
3: was, a, yeah.
0: not
3: into it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I just don't. Yeah. I think it's stupid. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was a metropolitan. <laughs> the, at the <laughs> moment, they had,
0: like, an entire, like, f- almost, like, a floor of an exhibit dedicated to him, and I agree. Because it had, like, all this stuff from when he, like, when he was, when he first started drawing all the way through his entire life, and it was just, like. It was. I agree. It was not all that impressive. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like some like niche little painter who I really like the work of from art. I like going for the
1: niche ones and not yeah the, like,
3: something special. Basic ones that
1: everybody knows.
3: Um, They're so basic.
1: <laughs> basic.
3: I guess I. I will shout out Lee Krasner,
4: mm.
3: who is Jackson Pollock's wife all right and um, Pollock. yep he didn't allow her to paint because she was better than him Mm. wow and he was basically just like was controlling and then but she was a great painter and when he died she started painting again and her work is really good wow yeah so Mm. she deserves recognition yeah um yeah yeah that's probably had to be
1: like or more common than we think i don't know just really back
4: in the
3: day or they had women were not allowed in museums for like a long time only until like oh gosh i mean it was like probably 50s and 60s when they started to be like allowed yeah Yeah, it was like not that long ago
4: were their no, museums they, like
3: women when
1: they made paintings and like I don't know if signed... was like an
3: official rule, but I think it was just nobody took them seriously. Yeah, they would
1: sign the the husband's or whoever's name or the I guess yeah, the other pen name, but mm-hmm. yeah, that is crazy that it's not even. Yeah,
3: do you
0: have any favorite museums that you like seeing artwork at?
3: Um, I really liked the. Um, Yeah, Smithsonian of American Art in D.C. Mm -hmm. They have a really cool selection Mm -hmm. of, like, everything from art historical to, like, contemporary. Mm -hmm. Really cool. Like, last time I was there, they had uh, this one exhibit that was a huge room. And, um, like, I don't know, ceilings were, like, maybe 30 feet tall and um, just a huge room. And they had this whole wall of, like... TV screens, and I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, they were, like, actual, like, you know, the curved, like, analog TV, Mm. kind of, like, old-fashioned, and it was this, like, huge display, um, and they each had, like, one kind of pixel of the bigger Um, picture, and it was just, like, a really cool, like, I don't know, it was really... Very, very future. Hmm. Like it was like, oh, this is like, yeah, this is really contemporary art. Wow. Is there a museum you'd like to go to? Hmm. hmm. I am interested in these immersive exhibits hmm. where it's just like rooms full of um, like color and light. Hmm. Just because I feel like that's, a, that is also like really um a current moment in art like I like to kind of have my pulse on what's going on um and I think it's so interesting I think one of the coolest things about museums is like going in you know being just a human who goes in and experiences art Mm -hmm. and like what it is like to experience it like Mm -hmm. that's kind of part of it yeah like what do people do in there how does it make you feel like what does it make you think about um yeah, so I think like those immersive exhibits are cool in that way. Mm. They make yeah. you think and feel kind of interesting ways. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you had a like
0: a Jill Burke immersive museum, what kind of music, if there was music, what kind of music would be playing? <sighs>
3: <sighs> um, I feel like it would be different for like every room. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I I think it'd be cool to have like I guess it depends what I was trying to say. Um, if it was like my comics, it would be like techno, mm-hmm. probably. Yeah. <laughs> Just
4: like a sick DJ. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, that'd be cool.
3: Probably like, a pache like techno and classical mash together. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, yeah.
4: mm-hmm.
3: um, but obviously, I'm partial to jazz too. From Living in New Orleans, that's mm-hmm. always, like, makes so much sense with the visual art. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Do you listen to music when you paint, or do you draw, or do anything? Yeah, Creative. usually. Yeah. Usually.
3: Well, or a podcast. Mm-hmm. I always listen to something. Mm-hmm. and just kind of, like, zone out and just vibe. Mm-hmm. Nice.
0: the third V Yeah. Is <laughs> um,
3: Jordan is there anything you'd like to
1: plug for Late Night Hump while Jill thinks of any other painters she wants to add on her list hmm.
2: oh just make sure you get your tickets to November 12th at the Players Theatre uh, LateNightHump.com slash shows that's our big one uh, and we're chugging away at NJ Weedman's join as well the first second and third hump day of the month if you're catching this immediately you could see us do improv if you're catching this a little bit later. It's probably going to be a stand-up-heavy show. So uh, come on out and laugh uh, before it gets super freaking cold and nobody wants to leave and everybody <laughs> just stays inside and watches Netflix and stuff.
0: Winter is <laughs> upon us, it is true. If you live in the... Northeastern area and other parts of the country also. But
1: also, then it's almost a holiday
0: It's almost the holidays. Yeah. Uh, Jill, do you have any other uh, painters you wanted to throw at the uh, throw up at the buzzer before we wrap up for the power.
3: <sighs> I really like can't think of any good ones. That's okay. What's um, your final?
0: Right now we are at six. Six
3: Woo-hoo! painters. Yeah. Okay, wait. Yeah. Let me get to an even seven. Right, six cool. is yes, one short of the perfect number. Right. Read the Bible,
0: anyone? That's right. Um, <laughs> 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 hey, hello. Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um I will I will shout out Helen Thaler. She uh, was like one of the first. Wow, um, what a great list. <laughs> yeah, humor. that's she, a great
0: one. Thaller.
3: Yeah. That's she cool. was a uh, an like kind of a Started to break the glass ceiling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's going to end on uh, Jill. Uh, thank you so much. Do you want uh, before you like say goodbye to the people listening at home or in their cars or in their shower or wherever they are, uh, where they can find your stuff again and where they can see your work.
3: Yeah. So you can go to vvcomics.net. That's V as in Victor. Um, or you can go to my Instagram at vvcomics.
0: Thank you, Jill. Thank also,
3: you guys. You, oops. Ooh, no, go ahead. You go first. You go. <laughs> you, 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 you go. Decide. You go. Sorry, I was just gonna
2: say, if you're like taking a shower and you're like on an hour and a half of your shower right now, <laughs> that is. You got to get out. Your back is probably really red from the hot water. (laughs) Very (laughs) fruity. Or also, just guys, listen to The Morning Shower, which
0: is the weekday podcast that LNH does where we do a joke or two or 10 or 20, more likely, about the news of the day and what's going on because we're going to wake up and, like, open our eyes and see, oh, my God, shit's going crazy or the shit is really weird or shit is really funny. Either way, you're going to see it, and then it's only 10 minutes, so then that's the perfect length of a shower to take instead. Hey, isn't
2: that, like... The same thing as the Daily Show or like Weekend Update,
0: it's so different. It couldn't be more different. Because Thank you for it's asking. The it's number. the morning, it's the morning, so we get <laughs> <6 first.
2: 30. laughs> We get it first before everybody else Very
1: gets hot yeah. off the press. Yeah. Thank you guys for
4: tuning in. Have a good night.